Every day is big, of course, on Sid and Friends in the morning. This Friday edition, huge. Still to come, Monica Crowley, Joseph Tacopina, my girl out of South Carolina, Nancy Mace, and Dick Girardi on tomorrow's Belmont, of course. But right now, we're going to talk to a guy that does a terrific job after me every day, every weekday, 10 a.m. on 77 WABC. Brian Kilmeade puts on a spectacular show. And then, of course, he's the man at Fox News, whether it's Fox and Friends every weekday morning or his own show, One Nation, 8 p.m. on Saturday nights, which is not good but great. He owns it, man. He runs the joint. Here he is on a Friday morning, my buddy Brian Kilmeade. Good morning, Brian. What's going on, Sid? I will say next week I'm hosting the eight, the eight o'clock show. So we got to get you on that. Oh, I'd love to do that. I'd love that. So, so uh, next week you're going to be doing Fox, Fox and Friends, then ten o'clock WABC, then the eight p.m. show, and One Nation. All of them doing all, doing it all. You got to be making like uh, I don't know, like Mike Francesa money. No, very similar. Uh, in fact, we <laughs> both we we deposit we have direct deposit into the same account, so I see the money. Uh, but his has not increased in a while because he's in retirement. That's true, you're right. I, I don't have that, uh, Francesca money. I have to make it. Yeah, Are you I know. kidding? Yeah, I know. And you work hard. You do a terrific job. So that 8 p.m. slot is great. Congratulations. Not like you need stuff to talk about here, Brian, every day. I know. I will say this, though. The media gets uh, all hysterical, and you're part of it. You're part of the problem. Uh, they get all hysterical about this air quality thing. I mean, you got the mayor and the governor telling people to stay home. Don't stay home. They told you to stay home during COVID. They're telling you to stay home now. They're incentivizing people. We're already the laziest, least productive society in the world. Don't stay home. Put on a mask if you have to. Go outside. Today, the air quality is 180. Dubai has that every single day. I know it was 482 days ago. But this has become, in my opinion, a ridiculous, overblown issue. I've got asthma. I didn't die the last two days. Go to work, put on a mask, and let's move on. But but the media makes it, I know the skies were orange, making it sound like, oh my God, people are going to die every day. Come on. Listen, I feel the same way as you. Tell me once, you tell me the air quality, tell me what it means. I have no idea what 183 means over 500. Now I do. Now I know it normally used to be 50. Now I get it. And now I'll make my own decision. Enough. But I did, did not help that my wife brought my dogs to the vet. Uh, she got three of them into a Tahoe, which is unbelievable. Uh, and they all weigh over 100 pounds. Wow. And they, she goes, whatever you do, don't take them for a walk. I'm like, what? Don't take the dogs for a walk? So you need to get these dogs out. So, I mean, I have the vet scaring my wife into not taking the dogs out. So you better not go out. So I, I refuse. Tell me what the deal is. Do not tell me to wear a mask. Do not tell me I can't go out. I did notice people. By the way, I also have to challenge you. We're pretty productive. Not everybody. But you compare us to Europe. You know, we are productive. These guys take two-hour lunches. They want to retire at 60. You know, they have no ambition. I mean, we, we do work hard. We take less vacation than any other country. I don't know. China doesn't really record their vacations. Where are they going to go anyway? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they really come here. I got you, you can talk all you want about Europe. I was in London, uh, what, three times last year, and they got the same stuff we've got, financial districts, theater districts. It's clean. There are no guns. It's beautiful. They may take a two-hour nap, but their quality of life is a thousand times better than ours. They do. They did a very good job at Ted Lasso. I got to give you credit. Yeah, is that a, a great British show. production? That is a great show. Yes, I do Did you see that. the end? No, I did not. Okay, I shouldn't ruin it for you. It, no. it, I was getting disappointed until the last three episodes. And the last three were that good? Yeah, because I'm a soccer guy, and they actually had some moments that didn't embarrass me as a soccer guy. 
that you said, okay, they actually made an effort. You know, I know it's you can't sell a soccer show in America. I no, get it. No, but at least you could be true to the school. And do you want me to tell you a little more about this? Not really. I, I mean, I couldn't okay. care less. Although All I will right. say this: we'll talk you, about it offline. You say you can't sell soccer in America, and Lionel Messi going to Miami with our guy David Beckham as part owner of that team. That is a huge story. Huge. It, thank you for saying that because you're a sports guy with perspective, but usually American sports guys, unless they have a soccer background, cannot appreciate it. Just know this. At his prime, could go anywhere in the world, turn down $1 billion, literally $1 billion from Saudi Arabia and said, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to play for last place Miami. I'm going to be an owner in the future. I want to be here. And when he lit up the world, I guess it was six months ago in the World Cup, I said to myself, wow, that, that'll probably make it impossible to come because he always wants to be here. And now he's going to come. And this guy's 5'8 and un- uncoverable. And he will be in New Jersey. The NYCFC already played Miami. So he'll be in New Jersey, I think, in July. They should probably take the medal ends. And not even play Red Bulls Arena. They will sell out seventy thousand if they could. They're sell. They're averaging sixty thousand in Atlanta, and Nashville, and in Portland, and in Seattle. They just go into huge stadiums. New Jersey's having trouble. They were twenty fourth out of twenty eighth, but they will probably be able to sell out MetLife. I agree with you, Brian. Can meet here on this uh, Friday morning. Uh, of course, the big story today is another Donald Trump indictment. We knew it was coming. We've known for days. His attorneys met, of course, with uh, Smith a couple of days ago, and the indictment comes down tomorrow. And look, there are two schools of thought here. Mine is simply, here we go again, right? I mean, they tried two impeachments. Now it's two indictments. They don't stop. They're embarrassing themselves. They've turned the DOJ into a weapon. They'll do anything to get this man. They haven't gotten him yet. I mean, even E. Jean Carroll, rape, 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 wasn't raped. And at this point, I think it's become embarrassing for the folks on the left. But they say, hey, wait a second. Your guy's a creep. He's corrupt. He's a liar. He continues to do things that are worthy of all of this. So they're the two schools of thought. Again, I think this is embarrassing for this DOJ and this administration. And I do think he'll find a way to get out of this, Donald Trump, because he always does. But it's not a very good day for President Trump. You know, I, I'm, you know when you dive into it, you say, I just say this. If you are going to steal documents, don't get a bunch of interns in blue blazers at two in the afternoon to grab cardboard boxes and in full view of the world press while they wait for the president to board a helicopter, they walked up steps and put them in. Nobody was stealing anything. He's thought, he's like, take it all. You know, just take it. So no, if you steal something, you don't do it at two in the afternoon on the White House lawn. And you see video of all these boxes going, and they put them in storage, and I guess he was looking through them sometimes and sometimes not. And then they say, okay, give them back. He gave back a lot of them. They say, you know, think you have more. They go, come visit. Comes and visits. They come in, and one thing he says, guys, whatever you do, whatever you need, go take it. He goes back and goes, starts golfing. And then they interview literally the pool boy. They interview his former chief of staff. They make his lawyer testify against their client, And Jack Smith, fresh off a stint in The Hague, finds out that he now has a seven-count indictment on the president on documents, where if you had an organized system and you've had 45 presidents to get this right, you walk over before he leaves, any president leaves, and say, you could take this, you can't take that, you could take this, you can't take that, and then we're done. And then you request it for your library like uh, maybe Obama did or didn't, and you move on. 
But because they have no organized system and Trump is Trump, now we're looking at the whole world looking at us saying, wait a second, the guy that's leading to be the Republican nominee is being pursued by the by the Democratic president's Department of Justice. Excuse me, honey, that seems a little weird. And that we are the beacon of democracy that's supposed to be an example for everyone. Instead, we look like we're doing the Pakistan playbook. (laughs) Once you lose, arrest the other guy. Yeah. And, you know, but listen, I know I agree with everything you just said. But for what it's worth, I had Judge Napolitano uh, Napolitano on yesterday. Audie Idala, the last two days, the great main defense attorney. And they both think, despite all you just said, and I agree, that this is serious. You know, maybe not jail time, but certainly could mean the end of Trump's campaign. Again, I don't think so, but there's a lot of very smart people out there that think this one, unlike the state indictment by Alvin Bragg, this is a federal indictment, completely different ballgame, that this one is very, very serious. I just don't see it. I mean, number one, he's running for office. And what are they, they got to get him and indict him and convict him before November 2024. If he gets the nomination, we're not going to know until November if he wins or not. And with Arizona, we'll probably have to wait till January. So and then then they're gonna go okay uh, go on trial, and he's gonna go if I if he wins he's gonna say excuse me if I have the power vested in me I'm pardoning myself, and number two every Republican's gonna pledge to pardon him, so they're gonna say listen what uh, don't you know vote for me I'm gonna pardon him anyway, and I think he'll probably have a strong case. What I don't what I love is Jim Trusty, this guy is awesome. He's gonna be on today on Fox and Friends. I I knew him before. Dana Perino said Brian if you ever need a lawyer. Uh, for your show, put on Jim Trusty. I go, this guy's awesome. I couldn't believe he signed on with Trump because I thought he was just more of a Bush guy. And he's been he's going to be on today, and he makes sense. A lot of these other lawyers don't make any sense, and evidently they're not coordinating. What blows me away is, listen, if Sid is in trouble, I want and I'm paying lawyers, I want you talking to each other. I want my best defense. All these stories about Boris Epstein not to, not allowing the president to get any bad news and not allowing lawyers to talk to each other and access, that to me could be the president's undoing, which is crazy to me. Yeah, I've heard those stories too. I've spoken to Boris, as you know, we're friendly, and of course he denies all that, and Takapina's going to join me in about an hour. He denies all that, but uh, who knows? Usually, Brian, as you know, where there's smoke, there's fire. Now, on the cover of today's New York Post, while the world is talking Donald Trump today, listen to this. This is the cover. Hail to the thieves. There's a picture of Donald Trump, and it reads, Trump indicted for taking classified documents. Then there's a picture of Joe Biden, and it reads, Ukrainian bizman. I bribed Biden for $10 million. And this goes back to Chris Ray, the FBI document. Again, my yeah. friend Nancy Mace, all over it today. So while Trump will be talked about at every circle this afternoon, why not the guy in charge right now who clearly, clearly took money from other governments around the world? Yeah, and this is only one bank account they got into. There's 20 others. And evidently, this was set up in a way, according to the 1023 whistleblower, who has gotten hundreds of thousands of dollars as a credible source for the FBI in the past. So go ahead. Punch holes, whoever this is, punch holes in his credibility. Then I want to know who's writing checks to him, asking him for to be a resource. So here, here it is. This guy gets $5 million for Hunter. He says $5 million for Joe because Hunter is too dumb. They want Joe in there. And Joe does it, takes it as vice president. This guy comes forward, gives the statement under oath. William Barr looks at this and says, I'm kicking this over to Delaware. This is serious. I don't want people saying that I'm doing, 
you know, I'm the I'm the attorney general for the pre, you know, the president's administration. I don't want people saying that this is me going after Joe Biden again, especially fresh off the impeachment, and it just dies at the at Delaware. And this Jamie Raskin comes out and does his Adam Schiff impersonation and says, I read the document. It's no big deal. It's an investigation. It was closed by William Barr. William Barr says, wait a second. I'm still alive. And I never closed the investigation. And that's not what the paper says. And everybody then in comes the whole oversight committee. And Marjorie Taylor Greene says, no, it has nothing to do with that. So people are believing Jamie Raskin, who is just coming out lying like Adam Schiff did for four years. And then people who are Democrats or moderates and say, I don't know who to believe. Well, one guy is flat out lying about a a document Christopher Ray wouldn't even acknowledge existed. So on the day that's done, and I want you to play this soundbite if I can, Sid. I'm going to play it, but I'm sure you will. He gets a he gets a question screamed at him. Does the president? It says that you were bribed five million dollars. You you brought you got five million dollars from Ukraine. He looks at it and he goes, "Well, when there, well, where where is the money?" Right. He stops and realizes what he said and says, yep. uh, "It's all malarkey." It's all malarkey. Where right. is the money? He's right. almost daring you. Find the money. Go ahead. Yeah, he actually uh, said, what a joke, a bunch of malarkey. I mean, he's clearly guilty. There's no doubt. I'm just curious how much time, because, you know, Chuck Todd was on earlier, and, uh, you know, the, the media just won't discuss it. They'll discuss Trump all day long, two impeachments, two indictments. But Joe Biden, you'll get nothing. And finally, on the way out, no matter how much money you're making, Brian, radio, TV, you're, a le- you're an author, you're a legitimate legitimate media star and a terrific guy no matter how much money you're making you're never going to make more today than if you were related to mayor eric adams true or false true is this unbelievable did you know that you could get your longtime partner a job for two hundred and twenty thousand dollars or your sister-in-law a raise of up to one hundred and twenty thousand dollars for number one, I did not know you can make that much. I really didn't. Uh, as an advisor to a city, a New York City advisor, $220,000. Don't tell me you can't balance the budget and these people are making this money. And he's, that's so in your face. I mean, look at We know Donald Trump kept his family around him. I mean, Andrew Jackson was the first one to say, I just want my family here. I don't trust anyone in Washington. I understand you want people like you, you want your brother head up security. But this is embarrassing at this point, isn't it? I think it is. Yeah, I mean, it's embarrassing at this point, but there's been other things equally, if not more embarrassing. But this one, tough to explain away. Either way, have yourself a great weekend. Uh, who's coming up on One Nation tomorrow night? Uh, well, I'm definitely going to have Judge Janine. You love her. Uh, love her. And you respect her. Love her, I'm yes. going to have uh, Will Kane. I'm going to have Pete Hegseth. Uh, I think we're going to get Jim Trusty on. My um, hope is uh, we'll get him. And now I got to blow. I'm gonna after since last night at eight o'clock, Sid blowing up the whole lineup. So I'm gonna I'm gonna have a brand new show by about nine o'clock in the morning today. I love so it. I yeah. got to blow up the lineup because of yeah. the two revelations: the Biden right. revelations and the Trump revelations. Well, now you got to book Frank Morano, no? Well, Frank Morano, very interesting. He does think uh, the air quality is a big deal and was oh, almost m- mad at me for saying oh, that uh, enough. I don't want to be told yeah. what to do. Oh, so yeah, Frank yeah. Rano has a different take yeah. than you. 
Yeah, I know. Stupid take. I love by the Frank way, John Castamitidis is going to buy CNN, that's so right. you might have a simulcast. Well, not we might. might be rivals. Right. That's exactly. If, if he buys it, it's one thousand percent going to happen. And as much as I say nice things about you, it's, it's all sincere. You know that I love you. I'm going to destroy you guys in the morning. Destroy you. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to be close. <laughs> right. Ask him when you start. Ask we'll, him when rehearsal starts. Well, we're going to we're going to find out soon. Don't you worry. In fact. You may be in a position where you may want to leave Fox News and come sit next to me at CNN. Well, no, no. No, it's going to be Sid and Poppy Harlow. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Sid and Poppy. I love it. Huh? Hey, listen, great job as always. Have a great weekend. We'll be watching this morning, listening later on today, and watching tomorrow night. You're the man, Brian. Thank you so much. Right. Uh, and then let's all go to Gristidis and talk about our new format. <laughs> all right? See <laughs> <laughs> See you later. See you Go later. Him, Take care. There he is on after me every morning at 10 o'clock. And again, Fox and Friends in One Nation. That's my good buddy. I really do love that guy, Brian Kilmeade. A lot more to come, including Monica Crowley, Joseph Takapina, and Nancy Mace. The Friday edition of Sid and Friends in the Morning.